Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 with me, Hannah, Rachel, and we have a guest for you today. We are very excited to have on board Kim Munoz, whose name I really tried not to mess up. <laughs> Kim, You're British. It's okay. Yeah. Kim you say it in an accent. is the founder of Old Lady Gains. If you have not yet heard of Old Lady Gains, you're going to know all about it by the end of the podcast. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So Old Lady Gains, um, which is a company, produces incredible t-shirts with incredible slogans. And Rachel actually introduced me to your Instagram profile after she came to a CrossFit class and she was wearing a shirt. I think maybe it was that one. Kind of vintage, kind of savage. And I was like... Where did you get that? <laughs> this shirt gets a lot of attention. I post pictures of this and I have like my cousin in Canada, like, send me one of those. Said, where is he? Like, and yeah, I'm sure I, we've <laughs> I'm sure we've told listeners before, like, I'm 41, Rachel's 42. So I feel like we we fit in your age group. We're masters athletes. But yeah. uh Kim, I'm gonna get right in there. How hey. old are you? And uh firstly, and and what is your athletic background we're we're making assumptions that you have an affinity with athleticism based on (laughs) your shout out for the women that you like repost and highlight in your feed no um okay so i will be 50 in june um i'm currently 49 um and i like when i turned 49 this past june i'm like this is going to be the best year yet like that was the mindset going into my last year of 40s um, I do not have an infinity background for athletics whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I had my kids fairly young. So I was 20 and 23 when each of them were born. And so I was a mom, um, basically for a really long time, you know, and then it wasn't until they were teenagers. Um, and I was a couch potato that a friend of mine had called and said, Hey, there's this group of ladies that are going to train um, for a sprint triathlon. Like it starts on Monday. And I think that day was like a Saturday or something. She's like, you should join us. And I'm like, Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so called up the coach and I'm like, Hey, do you have room for one more? And she goes, no, we're full. She goes, but I hate to turn somebody away that really wants to do this. And I'm like, yeah, I, I just, you know, I will, I want to do this. And so I, it was a group of like, I don't know, 15 or 20 ladies and they ranged in ages. Um, they were, you know, from their twenties into their thirties. Um, some were even older in their forties at the time. And we spent nine weeks getting ready for a sprint triathlon that was coming to the area. Um, and I will tell you, so I had, my kids in my early 20s and I had done nothing for 18 years I was oh sorry I don't know if I told you I was 38 when this this all occurred I mean and, picking um, up kids takes a lot of effort right you're kind of like lifting dumbbells when they're babies right 
<laughs> well, yeah, it's different when they're babies, but you know, when, by the time that they get older and you're running around from school to, you know, cheerleading and football and, uh, soccer and baseball and everything else, it's like you just create bad habits, you know, going through McDonald's to get everybody something to eat, you know, so that you get home by eight o'clock and get ready for bed and, you know, go to bed kind of thing. So, um, I was, I was probably about 40 pounds overweight at this point, and we started training for this sprint triathlon. I have never been a runner ever in my entire life, and if you read my post, you can see that I still don't like running. Um, I, <laughs> I, I do like the anti-cardio vibe of some of the shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a form of elder abuse running. But, um, I agree. Cardio is elder I agree. abuse. Now, maybe there's a shirt. <laughs> So, and burpees. <laughs> Definitely burpees. Things. Hannah loves burpees, though. She's weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's okay. We still love you. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, so basically, it was a nightmare for me to start. Uh, it was not an easy nine weeks. I struggled very hard. In fact, it I was three-fourths of the way through the training, and I still hadn't even signed up for the sprint triathlon when everybody else had signed up and the coach came to me and it's like, why didn't you sign up? And I go, I can barely make it through one of these workouts. Like, how am I going to make it through the actual event? Um, and so she convinced me to go ahead and enter. And it was like two weeks later and we did it and I finished it. Um, and was super proud to be like, Hey, I went from the couch to a sprint triathlon in nine weeks. Now, like, how I long is a sprint? Ever. Sorry. I just, um, I, I always, I don't know triathlons very well. I think the swim, it was an open, it was an open water swim. And I think it was 500 meters. If I'm not mistaken, the bike portion was like 12 miles and the run is always a 5k. So it was a three mile okay. run. Um, I don't even remember what my time was. I have it written down somewhere, but when that finished. was all done, it was kind of anticlimactic at the end. And I'm like, I can't go back to the couch now. Like I've started, <laughs> I need to find something else to do. So I mm -hmm. uh, found another woman's group that just did, um, I don't know if you've heard like Kaya Fit, uh, anything like that. It was just like kind of a women's group that gets together and, um, you know, has various like hit kind of exercises. Okay. Yeah. So did that for a while, um, a couple of years, then I went and got a personal trainer. Um, me and a friend went and got a personal trainer for a couple of years, did got into some like long distance cycling, like metric century rides, um, did oh. a couple of half marathons. Um, and then, uh, I found CrossFit. And I'm like, we were Duh. right. We were we were debating. We're like, she's got to be a CrossFitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, I found CrossFit, and then I'm like, I don't ever want to run ever again. Like, I'm never doing that again. So got got hooked on CrossFit, and had the class that I go to. I I'm a nooner, so I leave work, and that is my lunch time. That's my break. That's my me time. Is that hour? Um, and there the noon classes tend. For, I've been to multiple CrossFit gyms and they all tend to be, be like the master's people, like they're kind of leaving work and going and getting their workout done during 
during work hours. So our noon class had a lot of masters, got a best friend um, in my class and Jamie, whose face you normally see as um, my on my website and on a lot of my posts. So she's a master's athlete as well. We had, I'm just kind of giving you like the whole old lady gains OLG story right now. So we had entered a master's partner competition and we needed a shirt. And so we're like, well, what's our team name supposed to be? And, and we had always joked at the gym, like whenever we would get a PR, like, oh, ladies, we still got games, you know, cause we're the oldest ones in there. And, um, but just showing like, it doesn't matter your age, you can still hit PRs no matter how old you are. So we decided to use old lady games as our team name for this master's competition. And so we're like, well, we need a shirt. And we went out there and we were looking for shirts and there's a few that target kind of um, masters men. There's some few companies out there that targeted them, but there were no companies for females whatsoever. Hmm. So we're like, well, what are we gonna do? So we decided just to go to like Custom Ink and get two t-shirts made up for this that said Old Lady Games. And I had went and put, um, she had given the idea of like taking the barbells and making them like a cross and then putting the old lady head in top of the cross. And then I love that. The yeah, it's a great logo. I love the like yeah. classic barbell cross with the, the, the granny like icon. The granny head, yeah. And so we uh, sent that off to Custom Ink and ordered two tank tops for the event. And I just happened to post them on my social media account and I just, it blew up. And this was just my personal account. And people are like, where'd you get that? We're like, we just made it, you know? And they're like, well, we want one. So I ordered 20 more of them from Custom Ink and they sold like right away just to people that I knew that mm-hmm. were buying them up. And so I bought 20 more of them at ridiculously stupid prices, like was <laughs> making zero money. When I was probably in the red by the time it was done and I paid for taxes and shipping and turning around and selling them off to people. And then I'm like, hey, I might be onto something here because there's definitely a market. We are grossly underrepresented in the retail, our demographic is, which is a shame because we have more disposable money than younger people, um, you know, that are into the into the scene. So I'm like, well, let me put just a web store together. And I put the second design out um, and I literally opened the store with just two designs in it. And it was literally just two tank tops. It wasn't, I did, we didn't do tees at the time because I didn't wear tees. So I'm like, well, nobody else is wearing tees. Because <laughs> of course, you know, I am thinking like, well, if I do this, then that's what everybody does. Sleeves you know, are arm prisons. That's right. That's, that's how it is. <laughs> I agree. So all those shoulder gains. <laughs> Too many shoulder gains. You don't want sleeves. The story that I told myself was if I don't wear them, nobody wears them. And that was not the case. And I've learned a lot from since then. But yeah, it just kind of took off from there. Started in my closet on a shoe rack. I had just like 20 tank tops sitting on a shoe rack folded by sizes. Um, You know, we wouldn't even get four orders a month. You know, in the very beginning, it, it, I'd be excited if we had like four orders a month. And, and it's just grown to the point of we're now got our own warehouse, our own screen printing equipment. Um, just since July, I've hired two part-time employees that are not family. Uh, and I, we just can't keep up. So wow, you know, it's crazy. 
And I've seen, are you, are you partnered with junk brands at some point? So, yeah, um, during the summer, like I had said, I had done a post and it was just kind of like, hey, what, what do you wish that we had? Like, what do you wish Old Lady Games carried? And an exorbitant amount of people came back and said headbands. And I'm like, oh, God, where do I get headbands? Um, so it just so happened that one person had said it would be really cool if they were junk headbands. So I just went on junk's website and looked and I'm like, they do customization. So reach out to them and, um, became like signed up for their wholesale program, um, and sent off the logos and, you know, to them. And they had a really quick turnaround time. And here, you know, a couple of weeks later, I've got customized junk headbands and I'm like, all right, now we're selling headbands. Very so, cool. I got to ask you like, um, do you come up with all of like the slogans on your shirts <laughs> or do you have like a slogan whiz just helping you out there? No. So in the beginning, um, a lot of them came from like, Oh, can we cuss or not? Sure. <laughs> Go yes, away. we do all the Go time. Cuss away. <laughs> Family friendly program. So it just be shit that we would say during a workout. Like, um, and, and I would literally get my phone, like, we would say something. I'm like, oh, I got to write this down because I'll use it later as, as a meme kind of thing. To the point of, you know, that was here and there, and we'd use that. And then it would get, um, so the kind of vintage, uh, the kind of savage saying came from, I have, like, half-baked ideas that if I, if I hear something or if I see something, like, I'll put it just in my notes in my phone. And they're not always completely done and the kind of vintage and kind of savage it probably took me six months to come up with that like it was sitting there like it but i couldn't complete it like it was just like i know i want to get to the kind of kind of but i just didn't have the right words for it um and so then one day it just clicked and i'm like oh this is it you know, and I typically what I do is the model that I have is I'll post it in a meme to see how popular it is before I make it into a shirt. So I don't want to go down the route if the saying's not going to be a hit and then get all kinds of apparel that won't move. So I kind of the memes are like a testing ground for if this is going to work or not. Which is your favorite? Oh, boy. Um, so I'm a little like minded and a lot of my favorites aren't necessarily ones that um I think others would think are funny um I do in the beginning I'm like oh I'm gonna post it whether it offends somebody or not and and I've kind of like backed off from that a little bit we're in a kind of a different culture in the last couple of years than we have been um social media wise so I don't post everything that goes through my head um, which is probably a good thing, but um, <laughs> it's probably good for all of us too. Uh, definitely yeah, good for yeah. me. <laughs> Have a bit of a filter yeah. on us. <laughs> yeah, to put a filter on. I think that's one of the wisdom things we get with age. Which is like, oh, I should yeah. apply a filter here. <laughs> but um, no, I don't. I don't. I go through spurts, I guess, with my favorites. Like I'm really liking the uh, the new one that we just did, the lift more, age less. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's a good one. Like on that one, um, I do have a couple of friends that I will float things by, 
you know, and before it gets finalized. So it, it didn't start off that way is lift, lift period, more period, age period, less period. Um, I, I was kind of going for, I had it flipped. I had it like age less lift more. Um, and I floated it like via Snapchat, like I mocked it up in, in, uh, Photoshop and I floated it by a few of my old lady friends. I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, eh. they're like, flip it around. And I'm like, mm you really think so? And so I flip it around and they're like, yeah, that's it. So I, I do have a sounding board that I will float, you know, things by before I actually will finalize them. And it's funny when I was looking through your website the other day, like I would look at the t-shirt and be like, yeah, that that's my favorite one. And then I'd scroll through a couple more and be like, wait, no, wait, that one's even better. And I was like, I need <laughs> to right. order all of these because they all apply. What's your favorite one now then? Which one um, did you arrive at as your favorite one? Oh, I mean, I love, I love the kind of vintage kind of savage and I love the, the, you know, age and lifting, but then I saw one that's actually, you, I think you have it on sale right now where it's like, yep, still sore. And I was like, that is my life. <laughs> yeah. That, that's definitely the most accurate one. <laughs> yeah. But like this, when you, when Rachel first like, uh, introduced me to your site and I was like, this is so freaking relevant because one of my favorite, like, I guess hobbies now is showing up at the gym. Cause we both do CrossFit at the same gym. And um, we, we actually have a pretty, I would say, an older demographic at our gym. There's yeah. a lot of people, 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s. We have one yeah. woman who just turned 80, and she's doing she's freaking awesome. skin the cats. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. We have a lot of master's so women. I mean, but, like, yeah. I love surprising young people when they kind of, <laughs> when they either, like, you're how old? No. Right. Well, what's the one? You, don't, you, you have a shirt that's, like. All my hate, all all my haters are. All my haters are younger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All my haters are younger. Yeah. Oh, I, I want that one. one too now. But like, that's my favorite thing is like either surprising people because they assume you're much younger because you can lift weight, or beating them and they're like, wait, yeah. you, you can still get better after forty. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Which leads me to wanting to ask you about um, what would you tell yourself? I mean, like if, if we're talking CrossFit. You're, you're kind of master's athlete, quote unquote, when you turn 35. Now, 35 yeah. is not old. Seems but pretty young. I know. You know I, and I started at 35 and was told, you're already a master's athlete. In athletics <laughs> terms, yes, it's definitely getting up there. But in life, definitely not. You're just starting. Like, what would you tell your, what advice would you give your 35-year-old self about, like, health and fitness? Now that you're like um, that bit older and wiser and you've been on your own fitness journey and now you're like cranking out cool shirts and have this <laughs> company that's blowing up. So gosh, this one's hard for me because on one side of the coin, I truly believe that if I were to give my younger self advice, I would change my path, right? Mm. Kind of that butterfly effect where I might not be on the journey, you know, the path that I'm currently on. Um, and I wouldn't want to do that because I think I had to learn the lessons that I needed to learn mm -hmm. to get yeah. that wiser, to be that wiser self. Right. So that's one flip of the coin. The other side of the coin is like, God, I really wish there would have been CrossFit when I was a teenager. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, oh, we always talk about that. Like thinking back, if we had started that early. <laughs> right. Um, I had a, we, we had dinner with some friends over the weekend and she was watching her little granddaughter do a gymnastics, um, meet. And I'm like, ah, I wish I was that age. And I got into gymnastics, you know, it's like, you don't know the skills that you have, like that you're instilling right there. 
that I wish that I had at that age. Um, but then if I had them, would I still be where I'm at now? Right. You know, it's kind of that wiser thing to say, you know, I, I needed, I learned the hard way. Like somebody can tell me something and I'm like, like my dad will give me advice, and, you know, as a fatherly advice. I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you're saying. But, you know, so I just have to learn the hard way. And one of my kids is the exact same. Like my son, I can give him advice and it doesn't matter what I say to him. He is just, he's got to learn it his own way. Mm -hmm. Um, where if I give my daughter advice, like you're at this path in the road and if you go right, these are the possibilities. If you go left, these are the possibilities, like go left. She'll be like, okay, you know, and she'll follow the advice where my son's just like, I'm going right because you say go left. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about like a son. Yeah. that makes. I think in some ways it is nice to, as much as you, you know, I've definitely said in the past, I wish there was CrossFit in my life when I was a teenager. But I also think that it's kind of nice that I didn't discover it till later on in life so that you're still going, still realizing there's opportunities to learn yeah. new things and learn new skills and work through fear. I mean, like the fear factor involved oh. in gymnastics when you're oh, yeah. older. When you're not eight years old and is fearless. Real. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you see somebody young coming in and they're doing stuff and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> I've been working on that for a year and not got anywhere close to that. But it's nice to know that if I just keep working at it, at some point it's going to click and I can still keep getting stronger. And sure, I have to look after myself a little bit more. Recovery is a little bit longer. Yeah. Things definitely stay sore for longer, but it's all still possible. Yeah, um, I'm still waiting for those double unders to click. Is that, is that, that's years. your movement? That's your holy grail movement? It's like getting pecked by chickens. Like I swear, <laughs> I cannot get down double unders for the life of me the most frustrating yeah. thing with double unders i remember when i was learning and like i would come out of there and my my boyfriend at the time when i first started a few years ago he would he would refuse to walk down the street with me because i would be covered in bruises like whip marks all over my arms and he was yeah. like uh-uh i am not gonna be seen with you looking like that and then one <laughs> yeah. glorious day I like linked a couple and then I got like three or four and then I finally got to 10 and then I st- was stuck at 10 for a while and then I got past 10 and started peeing my pants and then like I didn't do them for a couple of days and it was like they, they were lost and gone and then yeah, I had to spend another month trying to figure it out again and then one day it's finally like there it is. Yeah and once they're there though the peeing doesn't stop because when I mean, you can yeah. do a hundred in a row yeah, longer the, the sets happen happened before but at some point it's gonna happen. <laughs> We had to get there at some point. Neither of us have had kids, too. That was always the CrossFit conversation was like, do do women who, like, all the women who have had kids are like, oh, yeah, my weak pelvic floor, this is why I pee my pants yeah. during lifts. And we're like, uh, I don't have no. kids, and it totally happens to me, too. So I love that you also, on your Instagram site, feature, you know, you know, client not clients, like women, C- customer, customers, like, highlights. Yeah, like customer highlights, spotlights. Who do you have anybody? And it doesn't have to be in the sport of CrossFit, but do you have like a, an older athlete, a master's athlete that you particularly admire? Oh my gosh. So yeah. So Jenny McCall, um, she is a, a American Ninja warrior athlete. Oh, I recently got to meet her. Um, she happens to live in North Carolina. Uh, my son is in the army and he's stationed back there. 
And so we had gone back there this past July and um, I had told Jenny, hey, we're going to be like really close, you know, within like an hour. Um, I would love to meet up with you where you train, take some pictures. So she is the oldest female American Ninja Warrior. Um, And if you haven't seen her, like she is the epitome of badass. I think she is, uh, she's, is she 70? now <gasps> what yeah oh my gosh she can do the salmon ladder she can do the spider wall like i she can do it all her um uh she trains at a couple of different places back there in north carolina so but yeah i am like this is what i want to be when i grow up but she is the super sweetest thing and she is so don't forget <laughs> a badass wow i love i you know i love the fact that you're also drawing it drawing attention to the fact that you know when i was younger i don't know why like maybe because 40s like middle-aged or whatever like i always had this notion that once i hit 40 i was probably just gonna start gaining weight and kind of quit on myself and just be like ah oh, whatever you know the good days are past yeah and now i'm here i'm like oh heck no yeah like, right? what this is more not what I thought I 40 would be. When I was 20, I thought 40 was, like, close to retirement. And I did get an AARP uh, invitation the year I turned 40, which I thought was weird. Who retires at 40? But I wish. but my younger self did sort of envision that, that 40 was, like, that was that was old when I was... But yeah, I remember <laughs> when I first started doing CrossFit, and I saw, like, older people. I was like, I'm not going to pay attention to you. I'm just paying attention to the young people, you know, because, like, that's where it's at. And now at our gym, like the lady we mentioned who just turned 80, whenever I yeah. see videos of her posted, I'm just know, like, what amazing. the heck? And like your yeah. t-shirt says, like she, you would never believe she was She's 80 years old. She doesn't look what she does. Yeah, it's 80. amazing. She's most certainly just, not overweight and kind of just dragging herself around. She's just sprightly and full of life and showing up and no excuses. Well, I, I think that we're just in an age now where we are changing societal norms because like when we were younger, I don't know about you gals, but the female and the uh, matriarchs in my family were, were at 40. Like they were old. Yeah. Um, they weren't, it what they were past their prime, but that was, I see now that was by their choice. Yeah. That wasn't because of any other reasons, but them to say like, Hey, Oh, I'm this age. This is how I'm supposed to act. You know, and now it's like, screw that. I'm this age and nobody's going to tell me how I'm supposed to act. Like, I will redefine that for myself um, and for my daughter and, you know, the grandchildren to come and all of that is to say, see, I don't think we should fear growing older, um, which people do, right? They're like, oh, it sucks to grow older. And I'm like, no, it sucks to become immobile. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like this. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I think of, okay, so when you were saying that, I, I think too of like, our part of my preconceptions about what was old when I was a kid was also like watching the Golden Girls, right? Yeah. Like, and people always point to this, the character of Blanche, like the, who was sort of always trying to be the young, hip, fun one, her character was supposedly 53, right? Like, but shoot, in my head, that is like, I picture it like, 80 like the way i think of someone 80 or 90 right. now and she they were all portrayed as so old but apparently they were all supposed to be in their early 50s and you just said you're about to turn 50 and it's yeah. like right like you are not 
the Golden Girls in like, oh. like wearing your caftans and, and retired in Florida. <laughs> like, it is amazing. Yeah, so, and so that was like culture totally conditioned us to think of like, I don't know what old looks like. Right. But I still have, you know, people that in my family, they're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just too old. And I'm like, no, you're not. It's a choice that you're making. Um, and I just, that's what I want to portray to everybody, all the women out there, regardless of age, is you don't have to fear it, especially the younger ones being like, let's set a new example for what it looks like to grow old. I just posted, I saw an article of a, a gal that was a hundred that was making a powerlifting, you know, world record competition. And I'm like, that's what I want to be at a hundred. Mm-hmm. I want to still be at a competition. And even if I'm only lifting 20 pounds or whatever, I'm a hundred years old. Right. You're still there doing it. Exactly. Right. Yep. And you're not going to have me in a home and you're not, because I'm going to be self-sufficient. I'm not doing this just for today. I'm doing it for the next 50 years. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I just, I, I dread the thought, like, obviously when I was younger, you know, you get to various stages in life. I remember when I had like a, a minor crisis when I turned 25, because it was, <laughs> I was suddenly closer to being the dreaded 30 than when than being 18. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm getting old. Yeah. And then I turned 30 and was like, suddenly like life just started to click a bit better. And I was like, oh yeah. shit, this feels great. I don't feel like I have to try and prove myself to anybody. I'm starting to understand yeah. who the heck I am and what I want and standing up for what I want. And then I was like, oh, but what about 40? And I turned 40 and I was like, well, I'm still getting stronger. I'm still PRing. Yep. I know more about life. Yeah, it's- I'm definitely assured of myself and what I want and more confident than ever so when you start to think of it like that it's like well heck bring on 50 because now what yep, what's right, that? that keeps and, going and i I'm know sure that you know as long as you're taking good care of yourself and like you said staying active so that you don't like seize up and lose it then why not be 50 plus once you hit 50 you age up to a new age category yes. and right. crossfit like totally it's like incentive to get older is like oh i can't yeah. wait to age up into that next five-year bracket Re- rachel and i have got designs on being in the crossfit <laughs> games and like the 60 plus category yeah, but only when yeah, right. in the 60 plus that's it so we that means we've got like wait, so i i have to ask you this so when the open comes around and do you ever look at the weights on the 60s or like you know on the 60 plus <laughs> like their workouts and their weights you're like I got that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That. That's why it's like so exciting we're, to get we're older. Finally it's excited. Like, and when we look at it, and there's no, there's nothing like muscle ups. Or yeah, stuff they, like they, they kind of stop making you do muscle ups. I, although we did say that was maybe a good motivation because if we get there when we're sixty, because let's be honest, the way CrossFit's progressing, the like seventy year olds eventually are going to be doing all the muscle ups or something. I think <laughs> that's the trend. Yeah. But we we said that gives us a good like. 18 years at this point for me to get muscle-ups finally. Right? I've got 18 years to work on it. And we figured that all all of the people who are like, uh, you know, non-masters athletes now who are like the elite, they'll be too tired to keep going. Yeah, they won't be competing then, so we'll be okay. If we start training now, we've got, you know... We've got 15 plus years to get yeah. to the CrossFit Games and then we're good. But it is amazing. I mean, because I really, I, yeah, talking about this is so inspiring because I really, I've always felt that way that I'm always amazed that we can just keep getting better. And so I know you said you're still, you're still struggling with double unders, but like what's, what's a recent PR of yours? What's something that's happened where Ooh. you're like, oh, I'm still getting better. This is good. You know, when you've been doing it, it has nothing to do with age. I think it has to do with, um, the longer that you do it, the harder PRs come regardless. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to think of a recent 
PR that I had. Um, I think the most one that's coming to mind first was I was able to link a few chest, uh, um, uh, chest to bars. Oh, like I could yeah. do them singles. Uh, but I, I would say this year I was able to link like three, I think is the max that I got. So I had never been able to do those before. That's, um, that's awesome. I hate Hannah chest hates chest bar. <laughs> I hate them. They hate me. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. I can't, I don't have a muscle up. It's kind of the, you know, one of those items that I worked on quite a bit several years ago and then I just stopped. Um, I ended up moving. So I work a, a regular job. Like what you see behind me is like my day job. Like mm-hmm. old lady games is all a side hustle for me. Mm-hmm. So I work a nine to five job, eight to five job actually. Um, and then I go to CrossFit, uh, at lunch, but I had switched jobs two years ago. And so I had to move gyms when I did that. Um, because it's a difference of like 40 miles. Oh, wow. From where I was. So I, I switched gyms and switching gyms and then having COVID and all of that, like everything closed, you know, things are, things are now just trying to get back to being in a to a normal cycle. So there was like all of that stuff that you had been working on just kind of went out the window there for a few years. The pandemic did change a lot. You're, you're up in Reno, right? Yep. The area? How's your air quality? Are you doing all right up there? Um, today's not too bad, but it's been a rough summer. It's been since June that we've just had horrible smoke. Yeah. That doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't really help bad. PRing. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, we're, we're you know, down here where we are, we've got a, a mask mandate in the county. So, you know, we're doing CrossFit with masks on still. And I think of, I have some other friends in the Reno area and I know they've been, you know, doing CrossFit with that kind of air quality is tough. Yeah, it is tough. Well, I remember when tough. we like had we... the Thomas fire here and it was getting closer and closer. Oh, yeah, and we, like, had... <laughs> we went into the gym one day. It was a stupid idea and we actually called it short, but there was actually like ash blowing in under the doors yeah. and we we're like, yeah, we should yeah, probably, we probably go. should be breathing heavy <laughs> and this is, yeah, yeah. Let's go put a mask on. <laughs> but I just wanted to quickly go back to like the PR talk and I, I think you made a really good point that it is not age that affects your ability to PR. It's like, it's more like training age. Like if you've been working yeah, at something age. for a long time, then in the beginning, obviously you see people signing up to CrossFit, whatever age, and they go from like zero to a hundred really, really fast. And like, right. you know, you just learn a bit of technique and suddenly you're lifting more and like you start, maybe you learn to, to eat a little bit better and take care of yourself a little bit better. And all of a sudden, like the gains are coming thick and fast. And yeah. all of a sudden you do reach that kind of plateau which right. is totally normal and natural for anybody of any age. And then beyond that, it really just takes commitment and hard work and some, some good coaching and all of those other lifestyle taking care of yourself factors. But yeah, it's not to do with age. And, you know, nobody should ever go into the gym yeah. and be like, I can't PR because I'm too old. Right. Like, heck no. I can't PR because <laughs> I slept like crap. For me, I just have to sleep more the older I get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, sleep. Yeah, that's a different story at our age pre-menopausal and yes you know it's like my husband's like how'd you sleep and I'm like the better question is how many times did I wake up right (laughs) we we did a podcast a couple of uh weeks ago we were talking about sleep trackers trackers. and comparing our notes on what what our devices tell us and and I'm definitely like in and out of sleep a lot Yeah. yeah yeah and I definitely have significantly cut down on my wine consumption since I got that sleep tracker because has it helped 
Oh yeah. I mean, just being able to see that graph, because I'm definitely also a very like data-minded person. I love looking at that kind of analytics. And so seeing the fact that like, yep, the only thing different about that night of shitty sleep was I had that second or third glass of wine and, you know, like absolutely, even if I woke up feeling fine, I wouldn't have said I was hungover or anything. Like I could see it in my resting heart rate overnight and my body temperature. And the more I read about, you know, how to interpret the data, I was like, crap, I got to drink less wine. I got to go to bed early. <laughs> like, yeah. So all you young people out there listening, just yep. know that this, this old ladies making our yep. gains. We're really working for that. Yeah. You <laughs> keep you keep drinking all night long though, and yeah, show up at the gym hungover, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep winning hopefully. <laughs> Do you have any idea of like the kind of age demographic, the average age of your customer base? Yeah. So the forties are the vast majority of my customers, um, they're, they're 40 to 45 typically is the biggest demographic that I have. All right. I'm, I'm, I was absolutely your target audience. And honestly, I think I found, I feel like I found you through just Instagram algorithms or something. Like I, I definitely, I follow some masters athletes and yeah, but there you go. Do you promote, um, <laughs> do you promote old lady gains or is it literally just exploding through kind of word of mouth and sharing and obviously awesome memes? There are some, um, uh, I do some marketing, some online social marketing with it. Uh, still I, right now I'm going through a master's class, like the online master's class on like Facebook. So since Facebook owns Instagram, it's kind of the yeah. same. They, they determine where they're going to place it, but figuring out, like that whole area because I have worked in IT my whole entire career. So I don't have an MBA. I don't have a background in business. Like I literally stumbled into this and each step of the way has been like, okay, figure it out. You know, um, I had a, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were asking each other, like, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, what is the best piece of advice I've ever been given? And I'm like, oh, somebody once told me, a boss once told me, just figure it the F out. <laughs> and I'm like, Solid okay. advice. Like, all right. And so every time I hit something that I don't know, you know, and this is regardless of whether it's in business or, you know, again, if it's like the double under thing. <laughs> I've researched double unders. Like I've looked on videos, you know, I've taken like it and tried to break it apart and figure out like, I know my wrists, it's in the wrists and I keep them close. And, <laughs> but it's just like, figure it the F out, just get in there and go, this is the next piece that I have to do that I have to master. And I'm just going to figure it out. You know, I love that advice. Yeah. That's, and I love the fact that like, as and... you, like, as you get older, you have the confidence in yourself to be able to go like, I know we can do it. Yeah. And I know that, you know, if, if one way is not working, let's see how we can approach it from a different way. And, you know, sometimes it clicks really easy. Other times you got to work your ass off for it. But I, I would, I'm going to totally steal that and like run with it. Cause just I love figure, it. Figure the F out. Rachel's just. Right. I mean, yes. You in our self-talk, right? we will drop the F bomb in its fullness. Yes. <laughs> So Rachel just passed a level one um, CrossFit coaches course, and uh, this this shirt this shirt was worn on my first day. Uh, she's shadowing me when I coach, 
So uh, maybe Thursday morning when you're next shadow me, I'm just going to be like, Rachel, figure it the F out. I'm going to drink my coffee. <laughs> She, she'll do it too. Do oh, it. I will. I will. Absolutely. Yeah. It was actually really fun going to the L1 because, you know, I've been crossfitting for over eight years. So it's funny. I didn't, you know, I didn't do the L1 really early and drink the Kool-Aid right off the bat. I'm getting it all these years later. Um, so I kind of wondered, I was like, am I going to be one of the older people in the class? Yeah. Uh, and there, there was, there was a, a guy there that was a couple years older than me and he'd been crossfitting about 10 years. Um, but other than him, you know, he and I were the ones, the only ones who had been crossfitting for more than like three years. Um, mm-hmm. And I was definitely, I was the oldest woman in the class. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Good for you. This feels good. Like, <laughs> and it's funny though, because you th- talk about like the wisdom and how on Thursday, if Hannah did that to me, I would figure it out. But you also kind of see the difference in like, I asked very different questions of the instructors than the like 22 year old next to me did, right? Like... The 22-year-old who got her first strict bar, you know, ring muscle up during the L1, and I can be jealous of that, but, you know, it was, uh, we, we, we brought different things to it, her and I. <laughs> different perspectives. So, Kim, thinking about age, I want to hear from you something that you find harder as you get older, but equally something that you love about getting older. Oh, um, I'll start with the love. Uh, that's what comes to mind first. Uh, for me, it was the confidence to not give a shit about what anybody else thinks of me. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, Amen to that. <laughs> it was literally at 40, it clicked to be like, your opinion of me doesn't matter. Um, also, something else, and again, if it's a wisdom thing, I don't know, but chasing happiness Like that's the only thing in life that matters is being happy. Um, Leave all the expectations behind because at the end of the day, like who wants to be miserable, right? Or so, so choosing happiness, choosing that path. um, And that's what I'm trying to pass along to my kids now to be like, I wish I had this when I was younger Mm -hmm. is choose your happy path. Don't choose the path because you might get money out of it or, um, you know, for whatever reason is and supporting them in their choices, regardless of what I think is right or not. And, you know, I guess obviously not you guys not being a parent, um, but possibly the generation that parented me was you know, this is what you do. Like you go to college and then you (laughs) find someone and you get married and then you have children. And these are your obligations as, as a human being that you have to do. And my parents still put a lot of pressure on like my kids. And I'm like, they don't have to get married. They don't have to have kids. Like they need to be happy with their life. It's their life. You're not living it for them. They're living it. So let them you know, whatever it is, if that's what makes them happy, then support them in it and be like, choose that path and encouraging them to choose that path. So I think for me, um, growing older and, and having that wisdom just on, you have to let go of other people's opinions of you. Um, and I do have a, a, and I just had this conversation recently and I have done a meme about it. Like you, and you guys know this, you go to the gym and everybody's self-conscious, right? Well, I can't wear booty shorts because I have cellulite. <laughs> and I'm like, literally nobody else is looking at your cellulite. 
Nobody. Because everybody is in that gym with that same mind frame. Somebody's going to look at me and see this portion of my body that I have issues with. They're all so self-absorbed in their own insecurities that they're not judging anybody else's insecurities. You're not, you're not looking and saying, oh, well, you can't lift that bar. You, you know, why aren't you lifting more? Like everybody's just so worried about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So don't like, don't let that be a factor. Don't let that stop you because I'm not ready or I'm not fit enough to go work out. Like everybody is so encouraging there and they want you to succeed and they want to see you get there. Like, don't let the perceptions of other people's judging you stop you from doing something that you want to pursue. Wear the damn shorts. Wear the damn shorts. <laughs> I've only Wear started the wearing shorts. the damn shorts relatively recently because, yeah, my legs were always my thing. But it's great. I mean, I like I've I've listened to that advice, and it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty liberating to realize you're absolutely right. Like nobody cares. Nobody cares. I love the, maybe it was you that pointed out to me some meme or something where it's just like, I'm sorry if my cellulite inconveniences you. I'm sorry if anything about my body is an inconvenience to you. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. 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 So that's, I love that about just growing older and and I'm sure that it's going to, you know, even as you continue to age, you'll get more of those body confidence. Um, Your kids must think you're really cool. (laughs) I'm sorry, what was that? No, I was just saying your kids must think you're pretty oh. cool, right? It sounds um, like that wisdom know. you're passing along to them. You yeah. seem like a cool I, mom. I've done things where it's like, you know, I'll react. Or, you know, my son's like, hey, when I get out of the army, I'm going to become a master beer brewer. And I'm like, oh, there's no money in that. Are you sure that that's what you want to do? <laughs> and then, like, I'll let it sink, and the next day I'll send him a text, and I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. That was not very supportive of me. That's not how I want to be. If if it's going to make you happy to brew beer, then what can I do to make that happen for you? You know? Um, but, again, so everybody's not perfect, right? You're going to like, ah, pick another path, and then be like, no, he choose the happiness path. So mm-hmm, I'll, nice. I'll go back and, and fix that, but. Um, so what is harder? Ooh, as you grow older, sleep is definitely harder. That's something I constantly chase. Like I've got the weighted blanket. I use melatonin. Um, (laughs) yes. Tell us your tricks, please. (laughs) Melatonin gives me crazy dreams. I tried to take it for a while and the dreams got so not just like crazy, but like kind of borderline scary. And I was like, I have to stop this. (laughs) This is too intense. Well, at least you're getting some REM sleep that True. you're dreaming. Like, that's nice. Um, True, that's a good point. So if you're yeah, dreaming, sleep. it means you're achieving REM sleep, at least. <laughs> you are, yeah, you are achieving that REM sleep. Um, yeah, the sleep has gotten definitely harder. The The challenge of the, like, again, being pre-menopausal, the hot flashes, you know, and just, like, stripping off clothes and wherever you're at, you know, whether you're at dinner and you're like, I just got to take this off because I'm about to burn (laughs) off right now. Um, you know, I guess it could be worse, but that's been a challenge. Just the physical changes as you drop, you know, and again, you guys were talking, is anything off limits? It's like, not really, but (laughs) I wish as women, we would talk more about like menopause and changes in our body and what happens (laughs) You know, because there was a lot of things that I'm like, oh, well, you expect certain 
aspects of it, but others, like, you're like, I had no idea that this was part of, you know, what yeah. was coming. And I don't think we talk about it enough. And it, I think it's still too taboo in the society to have open conversations about, you know, what happens to our bodies as we go through menopause. I remember reading relatively recently, I can't remember where, if it was like morning chalk up or something else, but there was a bit of a move of like in, in the world of coaching of like, you know, coaches don't talk much even about like women's cycles, right? Like menstruating and how that affects your training, right? Like, I mean, Hannah and I talk about this all the time of like, there are definitely days of the month where I can predict that like, I'm not going to be able to hit higher like weights as high as normal or i'm just going to be dragging ass in a metcon um well, there, there are days like, of parts of your cycle where you that you're you're probably doing yourself more harm than good right and you probably shouldn't even go to, to the gym that. or something and and yeah but like coaches you know you, you don't hear people talk about that whereas years ago long before crossfit i had a yoga practice and my yoga instructors they talked about it all the time like, cause like so much about like the lunar cycles and yoga instructors were like, if, if it is that time of the month, you don't do any inversions. Like you don't go upside down. There were certain movements that you were supposed to do. And so it's like, that was the only time in like a health and fitness context. I remember people openly talking about women, like women's yeah. bodies and hormones and cycles. Um, and you're right. Like menopause, like how, do, how should we adjust our training well, I'm like, I, I have my own little nutrition coaching business and I have a handful of clients who are like either kind of really close to the menopause being done and dusted or just kind of entering that, you know, what is going on? And it's been like really interesting, fascinating because like we're both kind of at that age where you start to get little hints here and there of like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. And like what? pre-menopausal, <laughs> it can mean like so many different symptoms. And, and it's things, been right? really fascinating, like just like having conversations with, with some people I work with about, you know, what's going on and like, a, you know, managing your expectations for what is possible. And like that, that even though it's completely weird, it's also totally normal that this should be happening to you. You're not like, right. you're not a freak of nature. You're not on an Island. It's no. like, no, this is, I mean, it's, it's shitty and it sucks, but yeah. it's part of it. So yeah. But it's some new thing to just figure the F out too. <laughs> right. Well, but not only that is, you know, there's all kinds of information and resources and stuff out there. And it's openly talked about like when women get pregnant. Right. And so there's books about it and it's not a taboo topic. It's like, Oh, it's beautiful. And you're bringing in life. And then, so why can't we have that same type of openness around the topic of the other changes to our bodies that occur? Yeah. And I think it's also important for women to be able to hear that it's going to be okay too that it's not like you're about to enter this like black hole and then you know life as you know it is done and you know like i've noticed for me that there are times in working out where i have to back it off a little bit and i'm still gonna go and get a great workout because i gotta meet myself where i'm at and sometimes i feel like shit but i'll go and do it and i'll meet myself where i'm at and i'll feel so much better for it so it's like also knowing that actually keeping going is like keeping up with your fitness routines it's a good thing to do and if you show up on all you got is 60% of your old time best, that's cool. <laughs> and there are badass CrossFit masters athletes at the games who are in it. Dozens of it. them in all those age coordinators have been through menopause and they're clearly yeah. kicking ass still. And yeah. Some women actually get better. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think the one thing CrossFit lately has really brought up is like mom strength, right? Like with Annie Thor's daughter having a kid and then podium, like being up on the podium, like everyone's just like, oh yeah, this is, whereas I remember definitely like female athletes, like having babies would end their careers. Right. You know, back like yeah. not even that long ago. Right. I mean, this is that is a battle that women are still fighting in all kinds of sports. So, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully it's all changing. So before I unleash Rachel's this or that <laughs> onto you, um, I want to ask you, what do you see in the future for old lady gains? What do you hope for? Oh, what do I hope for? Gosh. Um, my husband asks me that all the time. What's the end game here? So I have written on a board in our office that um, by the end of 2023, that I want to hit a million dollars in sales um, for that year. So that's like an ultimate goal that I've visualized and I've actually put out there and said, um, which, which, you know, I, I just now have to figure the F out how I get there. But, um, <laughs> Pick the number and then get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see more and more people in our stuff. Like it's a little surreal, you know, to be like, Oh, I look at Rachel seeing there wearing my stuff. Um, <laughs> somebody, my son does actually work for a brewery in, in um, North Carolina. And he had someone walk into his brewery with one of our shirts on. That's and cool. He had, he had to stop and he's like, Hey, that's my mom's line. Can I take a picture and send it to her? So, I mean, that's kind of crazy, right? You know, and just thinking I'm just, I'm just Kim. Like I just had this idea and I put a little shirt together and now here we are and Rachel's sitting wearing my stuff and somebody's <laughs> walking, you know, on the other side of the nation into where my son's working, wearing our stuff. So, um, I would love to see that expand. Um, and grow and just continue to inspire women to start. I was 38 when I started, um, 40 pounds overweight, like, and I just decided it's time. It doesn't matter how old you are, whether you're 72, whether you're 24, like start and move. Because like I said, growing old doesn't suck. Becoming immobile sucks, but becoming immobile is a choice and i wish i could get everybody to understand that it should be on a, the t-shirt becoming immobile is a choice right yeah. <laughs> i don't know i feel like that's so you walk around people would be like yep yep i feel that but i think like a, i think you have such a solid point there like you're never too old to start and i know that a lot of people feel you know walking into any gym but like in particular you, you hear about like crossfit gym and it sounds really intimidating and you immediately go to the people like slinging all the big weights and pulling off the fancy gymnastics and if if you're seven year old and walking into a crossfit gym for the first time you're not gonna be doing that crazy stuff and if somebody puts like a 300 pound barbell in your hand you should probably leave and find another gym but you know it's, it's infinitely scalable and you know use it or lose it right yeah well, yeah, and just like being immobile is a choice. Like reversing things is also a choice. Like it's never too late. Well, and the lifting the weights is I've had multiple customers that are just like um, have said, you know, they started in their 40s or their 50s and they went and got a bone density scan and they've got the bone density of like a 30-year-old. Mm-hmm. You'll never get osteoporosis if you lift yeah. weights. That's like, also something shockingly that doesn't get mentioned that much. Like to women especially is like uh, bone density. Like, 
Well, it drives me crazy if I see a commercial come on TV for like a bone density, you know, pharmaceutical company here, Big Farm is pushing, oh, yeah. oh, take our meds and you won't get bone, you know, you won't get osteoporosis. And I'm like, oh, go put some weights in their hands and they won't either. And they don't have to put anything in their body, you know. <laughs> yep. But that message isn't getting pushed. So I'm like, how do we do that? How do we change that message to be like, you don't need pharmaceuticals to change your bone density. Just lift some weights. Yep. And what's heavy to me, what's like, what is heavy to you is all that matters. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a big shift that I've noticed in me too, is that I used to like forever compare what I could do to like, even what freaking elite athletes could do that do it for a job. And then I was suddenly like, this like is I want to be like, able to do that. It's what like, is no, you heavy <laughs> for me on a given day? And that's yeah. cool. That's going to like, if it's heavy, if it feels heavy to me, yeah. it's providing an appropriate stimulus to it, elicit a, a response. Yep. But, but you also, I guess the other message would be like, it doesn't have to be CrossFit. It doesn't have no, to be. Not anything. at all. Like ride a bike, yeah. go swimming, go for a hike, like go become a ballerina, the do <laughs> yoga. I mean, the number you could do pickleball. I guess that's a thing. Now. Oh, that's a huge um, thing now. Oh, I have. Yes. I know a lot of people around here. Pickleball is real big in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Go golf, but you know, choose to walk instead of. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it depends how you choose to golf. I think whether or not that'll keep you mobile. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's a choice, right? Is And it doesn't have to be one thing or the other. Go try it all and find what your passion is and what you just really enjoy. And then just keep going back to doing that. I love it. Love it. This is so good. All right. I feel like I actually, because of some of the things we talked about, I might, I might adjust one of the, this or that categories, but all right, uh, Rachel, over to you. So this is, I don't know if you did like, no, so this is actually, it's really funny. We did this on some early episodes, like with each other. So it's just one of those like, you know, quick answer, gut reaction. So we just learn a bit more about you. And then Hannah tried it with another guest and with me and she like asked really complicated ones where she was like don't think about it just say this or that and just pick it and I'm like you asked really complicated ones that people can't answer quickly (laughs) so we're gonna see how this works like uh but yeah it's you know you don't overthink it just tell us tell us this or that all right beach or mountains beach book or magazine Oh, that's, um, that's fair. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Oh. So I guess if I, I like that, it would just be an audiobook. Audiobook. All right. I love that. Uh, super strength or super speed? Strength. Plane, train, or automobile? Uh, plane. Cake. I've never been on a train. <laughs> <laughs> really? Never on a train? that was moving from one place to another. Huh. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I think I'm more fascinated that maybe you've just been on a train that didn't go anywhere. Well, I think like at a museum or something. Ah, uh, okay. Like a train. <laughs> if I've ever, oh, like, does BART count? Like those, that's not really a train. I'm thinking oh, like a choo-choo train. I, I would, BART kind of counts. That's a, that's a commuter train, sure. Okay. All right, so All right, you've been sorry. on BART. <laughs> All right, cake. We're analyzing all of this. See, this is what happens. That's why it's a it's a fun yet unpredictable game. Um, cake or pie? Mm, can I go with peanut butter? 
Yes. <laughs> I would go with peanut butter. That's a good choice. I'm not really a sweets person. I'm totally savory. So like peanut butter would, a spoon of peanut butter would be my go-to. Nice. All right. Hunter or gatherer? Um, I'm going to say gatherer. Okay. I don't want to hunt anything. <laughs> Uh, you prefer a shutout or a comeback? Comeback. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Easy. George Clooney or Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm a Clooney, but I think Hannah's Brad reaction Pitt. is making All me think she's a Brad Pitt. <laughs> um, a spa day or a chef's tasting? Oh, that's hard. Um... I'm going to go with the chef's tasting. Nice. All right. Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel? Uh, i got to go classic Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hot tub or ice bath? A uh, hot tub. <laughs> Hugs like or... An ice bath? Who enjoys an ice bath? I, some people do. I don't Not know. Really. My, my husband does. He, he does the cold shower mm-hmm. thing every morning. I don't know. But that's not, we're choosing happiness. And then we're not, choosing <laughs> that's not happy. <laughs> um, hugs or kisses? Hugs. Tea or coffee? Coffee. All right. And then here's the one I'll add an option to um, because of things we've talked about. Muscle ups or handstand walks or double unders? Oh, look at you. Um... I know. We all want all of them, yes. Just all of them, please. Um, yeah. I'd probably have to say double unders because they're just programmed for. Yeah. Uh, true. True. They, yeah, they are the I think with a little bit more muscle, if I had better lats, the muscle ups, I could get the muscle ups. Like if I just concentrated and worked on my lats. Um the double it's the rhythm thing with the double unders. Mm-hmm. You can train strength, but not rhythm. Is that what yeah, you're... <laughs> I, yeah. And even the rhythm of like, um, like toes to bar, keeping that rhythm going, you know, where you, anything that you have to have a rhythm at, it's, I am a classic white girl. Like I have no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Oh, well, this... thank you. Thank you for indulging our this and that. <laughs> so Kim, finally, before we wrap this up, it's been a wonderful conversation. I love it. There's so much wisdom in here and I can't wait to listen. I know back. I want to re-listen to this one already. <laughs> How do people find you? Website, social media, what are they looking for? Yeah. So website is oldladygains.com. Social media, we're at oldladygains. So you can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, we do have a TikTok account, although I don't really post to that very much. <laughs> um, we've got Twitter. So I have to do it all. Like that piece of it is all a one man shop. So, and there's only so much time in the day, but I hear you. you know, maybe that will be my we, next. We don't have Twitter, post. and I love that you, I love that you post your good tweets as Instagram posts. So then I still get to see your tweets without being on Twitter. Yeah, I used to do them. I've just mixed it up recently. I kind of am trying to follow the trends um, out there and how it seemed like a lot of people were going that route is just taking the Twitter and re-posting it over. So I'm like, oh, that seems like the trend. I'll just move my memes that way. Um, But yeah, so Instagram is mainly my main focus right now. And though, uh, even though I 
know, I need to move towards more video. <laughs> the market's moving away from photos and moving towards I was going to say, TikTok will help you get to that million, that million in sales. Yeah. Well, but I guess reels now, Instagram reels. Oh my gosh. I'm that's trying true. to learn that, that the for TikTok, my business. Um, and yeah. It's like, that's, that's the their TikTok I was on version. there the other day trying to learn reels for like my nutrition coaching business and I was losing my mind. I was like, yeah. who has time yeah. for this? My, my team at work wants to do <laughs> reels and TikTok for one of our programs and they're all much younger than I am. And I'm like, you do that. Like, I am not going to yeah. be able to contribute <laughs> to that concept, but... <laughs> It's just the constant content, right? Coming up with content all yep. the time. Like, who's got time to do all this? Like, I'm business <laughs> Yep, I hear you. Well, Kim, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so you. much. This People, is amazing. Yeah, look out for Old Lady fun. Gains, uh, awesome shirts and headbands. And uh, yeah, probably we'll a whole lot. Hoodies come in. We're gonna I I was actually looking at the older hoodies on your feed and was like, I wonder if she's gonna do hoodies again soon. Cause yeah, it's yeah. it's getting colder. You know, we need them. hoodies. I gotta get them out there. Um, I gotta put the products up. We're gonna do a pre-sale on hoodies this month. Um, nice. And super. I went with a really nice quality hoodie, Sportique. Um, love it. And then we're gonna do some joggers this year. This is brand new <gasps> oh. As well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Take well, my money. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We are here for that. <laughs> we are all about that. Well, thank you yeah, so, so much for joining us on the show today. And uh, yeah, old lady gains is where it's at. Look Go out check for those out. old ladies. We're all yeah. about it. Yeah. We'll... And then Rachel, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank this you. This is so wonderful. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we will see you next time.